0: Hi, Kevin Horgan here, Our Culture In Coet. This is uh, episode 770. Seven um, I got a hot day today. I actually got three cooking, but this one is on passing thoughts on culture in America. Now, most of us refuse to be offended on anyone's terms but our own. I think I have a high tolerance level, so I am rarely shocked or surprised, though I reserve the right to be disappointed in no particular order. First, Katani Brown Jackson. I think she will be a solid addition to the high court, not because she's black or a woman, but because she has experience as a defense attorney. There is much in our legal system, great though it is, that needs improvement and a clear and pained eye of experience that KBJ will bring should be welcomed. This is Biden's pick, and KBJ has the chops and is well-qualified. So let's stop complaining about the red herrings surrounding a very boring Senate Q&A and White House party. Biden's stating that KBJ was subjected to violent, baseless accusations, which coming from old Joe is risable. Defining a woman is better left to a dictionary and not an ad hoc soundbite, hidden as bait. And the nonsense about child porn is bordering on a Democrat tactic of pure fiction. I suspect that KBJ will be more conservative than most believe, and today she deserves the benefit of the doubt. As long as identity politics and virtue signaling are in vogue, perhaps the next Supreme Court nominee will be a veteran. Now to Amazon. They have a dozen or so operating locations being unionized, and there doesn't appear to be a slowing of its company's ruthless efficiency. That's a good thing, and the choice of its employees. Now, warehouse work is donkey work, and shift work is a scramble and fight every day. The union's sound bites are pure gold. Bezos goes to outer space while we work in his hell on Earth. <laughs> it's genuine and effective. Bezos can pick up, actually, cannot pick up and move his operations as Amazon profitability is contingent on a fast, short service. Bezos and his team may continue to fight the union hammer and tongue, but organizing is inevitable as the lowest rung on the economic ladder doing repetitive, fungible work will always be somewhat abused in the name of service and production. I suspect that Bezos will soon let it ride. He has other ambitions, like the presidency. We could do worse. We have done much worse. Owning the Washington Post is an ancillary perk for him, too. So now, boys playing girls sports. It's ridiculous and I cannot fathom that this is even discussable, let alone debatable. A close friend of mine shouted at me a week ago, it's only four when conversing about another governor caving to let males compete in female high school sports. And in this case, it was Utah and it was only four transgender people. I gently explained that it's not only four boys, it's the four girls who got cut from their respective teams. It's the four girls, every meet or match or game, who will not place or play because a boy beat them. I would have more respect if a boy who wants to be a girl did so while competing as a boy. I'm no doctor, but any boy has the benefit of testosterone coursing through his frame for years, building larger and stronger bones and the capacity for dense muscles with little stored fat. He has never had a menstrual cycle or managed it with grace while still living and working in a high-pressure social and economic environment of desired equality. Celebrating transgenderism in sports, which is the last true meritocracy we have in America, is just plain dishonest. Authorities, formerly known as attentive and responsible parents, have not been creative. No one wants to take away an opportunity from the transgender athlete. Let him or her swim in an outside lane, and the times do not go into team scoring. Let him or her train with the team as good judgment allows. If we love our children, we want them to be their best, at their best, in the best environment, and we include everyone but common sense dictates that a boy is not a girl. What he or she does with his or her life after majority is their concern only. And Godspeed. BLM. The organization, not the movement, has been exposed as a tax fraud by the left-wing press. And the New York Times and Washington Post have made a culprit about the veracity of their original reporting of the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Next up the earth will stop spinning on its axis. Next, Biden made a syrupy speech from the Rose Garden yesterday about ghost guns, a term I never heard of in normal conversation a year ago. It was a naked head fake to his extreme left cronies, and it was nothing more than PR. Gun control, as both the anti-gun and the NRA call it, is a dead issue, thanks to the defund the police policy nonsense. Well, now the White House wants to distract thinking people with ghost guns, not crime, not relevant policy, not gangster worship, or even an actor acting out in a booze-filled furious slap leeching into social conscience as normal. Statistics indicate that about 2,500 ghost gun prosecutions were made last year, but only 10% were actually used in a crime that wasn't about mere possession or sale. Now, that may be too many, but it is a drop in the ocean. There are plenty of gun laws on the books that are not enforced for a thousand bad reasons, but perhaps we can look in the mirror and slap ourselves for the stupidity and lawlessness we applaud in general in violation of the social and cultural unwritten contract we have in our communities of acting in decency and good faith with each other. And now the Whitmer attempted kidnapping trial. Another unabashed waste of time and an FBI abuse of its imperative to investigate crime. Two of four of the accused were acquitted outright, and the other two deadlocked by a jury of their peers. FBI political overreach again. I pray for accountability and good people to rise above the political whoring and do the people's work fighting, not manufacturing, crime. And election rolls. While the primary season is upon us, and the new laws, rules, and regulations and oversight that spawned after the 2020 debacle will be put to its first broad test. Expect lower turnout. I reside in Georgia, and though I am from New Jersey and know a thing or two about hardball politics, oh boy, these Southerners are vicious. In the Republican camp, Governor Brian Camp looks to prevail over former U.S. Senator David Perdue. A Trump bootlicker, full stop. Thank goodness. Stacey Abrams is a prohibitive Democrat nominee, and I hope she gets crushed in November. Herschel Walker is running for the Republican nomination. He's in the lead for the U.S. Senate seat against the incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock, who is popular. TV commercials notwithstanding, this might not be close for the good guys. I pray only citizens vote and can live with the crippling burden of producing a valid ID card to do so. And last, Elon Musk. Please, sir, buy a majority share of Twitter. You are making media fun again and probably more professional and less biased. You know, I saw a hilarious meme last week. I'll quote, a seven-year-old can choose a gender, but an 18-year-old can't understand a student loan. Close quote. Peace out.